You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You, you feel this, this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. Well, I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You gotta make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank caller. Prank caller. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Packernet After Dark. This is the call-in show of the Packernet Podcast Network. If you'd like to call in and participate in the show, please feel free to do so. The phone number here is 608-501-0718. New callers go directly to the front of the line. But as we don't have any new callers, why don't we just start with Blake's dad? What's up, Brian? This is Blake's dad. What's up? Um, you know how the saying goes, like, I wish I loved something as much as this person loved that or yeah, whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a bunch of nonsense. Um, I don't want you to be that happy. What I want to do is <laughs> I want to hate something as much as you hate the bears <laughs> because these rants and raves and all Jordan Love sucks flippings are just hilarious, and it just that's what makes me happy. So I got to find something that I hate as much as you hate the Bears. All right, later. Well, I'm just glad I'm not the only one that mixes up Jordan Love and Justin Fields. That's all I can say. But, uh, yeah, no, it feels good. It feels good. And it, it, it really does vary. It's not even so much a, a Bears hate thing, to be completely honest. I mean, it is, make no mistake. But, you know, th- there have been times when I was much more angry about the Minnesota Vikings. It just depends, right? I got into it real big last year with the Vikings because – they got angry when you would say that they were frauds. And it's like, well, this, it's not super debatable, you know? I mean, it just is what it is. Yes, there's some nuance to it, this, that, or the other, but they got so pissy about it. Um, you know, the Yannick Ngakwe thing, I freaking lost my mind over that. And it really, it, it, it doesn't have anything to do, like if, if today all of a sudden, collectively, every single Chicago Bears fan just said, you know what? We all changed our mind. This team really does suck. Justin Fields is a joke. Maybe he can become good. I don't know, but he's been terrible. You're not going to hear anything from me. Because it's not about just, it's a thing that's sitting there that I hate. It's, I cannot stand when things that are so unbelievably wrong are screamed by lots of people, the majority of people, not even inside the bubble, even outside of the bubble. And it's so unbelievably incorrect. I cannot handle that, and the Bears dominate that, right? From what I can tell, again, Lions and Vikings, I really don't have an issue. You know, a lot of people are like, well, I hate the Vikings more. It's not about just standard hate. I I don't hate the teams probably nearly as much as you. What I hate is stupidity. And again, from what I've heard from Vikings fans, it's mostly like negative. It's, oh, yeah. And so I, I, I don't go in on Vikings fans because it's no fun. It's like, what up, Vikings fan? And like, hey. Like, so, you suck, huh? And they're like, yeah, you do too. I mean, maybe. We'll see. 
But probably Rogers is gone. But yeah, we 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 suck. We'll figure it out though. It's like, oh yeah, that's that's fair, I guess. Lions idiots, what's up? You rule everything. Like, well, I mean, we're probably the best in the division. Probably gonna win the division. Might not, but I mean, it's kind of looking that way. That's we're favored by pretty much everybody. Yeah, no, I. That's true. You are. That's fair. But you got all these players that you think are great, right? Like, freaking. I guess Emon Ra is really good. Then Hutchinson, like you. Actually, I haven't heard them brag about Hutchinson once. In fact, I don't even really hear Lions fans brag about Amon Ra much. I mean, I'm sure they do, but I just I don't hear it. I hear nothing. So, that's all it is. And it's honestly the same with the Rodgers thing. That's why one minute I'm the biggest Rodgers defender, the next minute I'm the biggest Rodgers hater. It's because it has literally nothing to do with Rodgers whatsoever. I couldn't care less who the vessel is that's walking around that happens to be named Aaron Rodgers. That has nothing to do with anything. Same with Justin Fields. I forget I'm even talking about a person because it's not. It's about an idea. I couldn't care less about the person. I have no ill will toward anybody. It's not about that at all. It's the information that's being said about the person that I think is stupid. And that's what gets me angry. Hey, Ryan. Uh, I wanted to comment on the quarterback situation after listening to today's podcast. Um, I, I think it is starting to get a little ridiculous how many people are living in a cave and not doing their homework when it comes to actually looking at what Rodgers did last season in comparison, saying that who else can't be better than that. Yeah. Um, I actually watched a YouTube video uh, showing what teams, based on every single NFL team, who had, through history, the best quarterbacks. So we're talking about, in a summary of the whole team's history, who has the most quarterbacks that performed extremely well. They don't have to be Hall of Famers, but ones that played very, very well to a high level, even for a short period of time. And uh, not to uh, let the cat out of the bag, but Green Bay was number one uh, for a lot of reasons, um, based off of what Bart Starr did and how many championships he won. Um, people forget there's more championships before the Super Bowl. So there's him, Favre, obviously Rodgers. Um, Green Bay has had the most success uh, of any team statistically when it comes to quarterbacks, even going back to the 30s uh, with their quarterbacks back then. Um, so, you know, people just neglect to do their homework. Um, I would highly recommend going finding that. I think it was talking about uh, the NFL's best quarterbacks over uh, their history or something to that effect. I'm sorry, I didn't uh, do my due diligence and uh, write down what that was, but uh, I'm sure you guys can find it. it. It's a very interesting video breaking down stuff, and one of the teams, obviously, that ranked pretty low uh, for obvious reasons was Chicago because the only quarterback they really highlighted was Lou Jack. Um, they did mention... Uh, McMahon and Cutler, but they had very little highlights for either one of them. So uh, there's a big contrast between some teams and Green Bay. So uh, all I say is people, get your facts and get ready because we're going to be doing a lot of defending of our present-day quarterback from here through probably till the end of the season 
Uh, I hope that he shows out big time and shuts all the uh, uh, negative Nancys out there. But uh, up until the season starts, we're going to have to really be on top of our toes. I'm out. Yeah, it's it's going to be never ending with that, and um, you're you're probably right. It probably will go to the end of the season. I I don't really see. I mean, l- let's just put it that it's, it's not what I see. Again, just looking at it from a more statistical standpoint of likelihoods or probabilities, I think Jordan Love has to be borderline elite in order to escape s- scrutiny. Because if he's good, then there's going to be plenty enough information for those that choose to dismiss him to dismiss him. Right? It's it's going to be like what he did against the Eagles. Oh, wow, he threw a five-yard pass with a touchdown. It's stuff like that. So good is not going to be good enough. It's going to be, well, we'll see. You know, I mean, it's it's still not this, that, or the other. So the the negatives are going to be highlighted more than anything else, which there are going to be negatives. He's going to throw an interception at some point this year, just like every single quarterback in the history of forever. There will be interceptions. Um, and so there's there's all the negatives are going to be highlighted, even if he's doing a good job and the team is doing well, which, which is the other thing. If the team isn't doing well, that's going to be thrown. It, it, everything basically just has to be perfect. Even if he's playing well and the team's doing poorly, oh wow, Jordan Love! Look at look how good this team is now with Jordan Love. Oh yeah, Jordan Love. You sure you sure are better without Aaron Rodgers with Jordan Love. It, it's unless the Packers and Jordan Love are playing at a really high level. We're talking 10, 11, 12, 13 wins and in, in comfortably into the playoffs. And indisputably, Jordan Love is a massive positive in that regard. You're right. There there will continue to be negatives and naysayers and everything else right well you know yeah it wasn't it wasn't not good enough whatever so i don't know it, it's going to be very annoying i think one first things first like i said before just get that first step get that first win um and if we can do it against the bears then at the very least bears fans have to shut their mouth right they they won't but they're not going to want to come at us anyways because they lost Right, and and very likely because Justin Fields can't throw is going to be a part of it, and their defense is garbage, and all this hype and everything else. You know, I'm, I'm, we're going to be we I am going to be throwing so many receipts in their face. Um, they're going to go into hiding, and so at least we get them out of out of our face. But uh, yeah, I think I think we're in for it. But as long as he's decent and the team is is good around him, I personally will be content. Although you're right, I, I probably will have to deal with a lot of overt negativity. And, and what's going to annoy me a lot more than Bears, Vikings, Lions, or, or national media pundits is going to be the Packer fans that are going to want to try to throw every mistake in our face. Every single one. Going to just send me into freaking crazy land. Hey, Ryan, this is Trucker Bob. Hey, Trucker I'm Bob. back. Uh, my wife and I went to California, nice. Monterey, California, and the Big Sur. We spent our 48th wedding anniversary out there. Very good. We went to the Hogs Breast Restaurant, which is a what restaurant is that? that Eastwood owned at one time. These pictures are all over the wall there. Oh, clean. We Eastwood. also went to the Big Sur along the Pacific Coast for Don't 12 days. Is? Went camping, hiking, climbing, waterfalls, beaches. 
And uh, we also even got on a boat, went out to the Pacific, went whale watching, saw California seals and otters. I even hugged several redwood trees. We camped right underneath them. And there was one they called the albino redwood. It was more like a bush with white needles on it, which was really cool. Anyways, the reason I called is I heard you're having some back problems. <laughs> yeah. Most likely, this is an alignment problem from sitting. I had this problem during my late yeah. 30s and early 40s. Jersey Mike was right. You need to strengthen your core muscles. I have a cheap, actually free method to do that. Okay. What you do is go to the nearest park and find a set of monkey bars. Oh, all right. Hang upside down on them like you did when you were a kid. <laughs> oh, that's going to be funny. What this does, this reverses your backbone and realigns it. Fair enough. Um, expect to hear a lot of cracking and popping when the first time you do this. But what it does is it'll realign your back. And what you do is you very slowly swing back and forth, side to side, make some small circles, and your back will realign itself. And then, after you've got that, and you'll feel great. I mean, it'll just pop and crack and everything will line up. And then, you want to rebuild your core. What I did then, I also did that on the monkey bars by doing crunches and side-by-sides and getting my muscle core all built back up again. So, um, that's how I solved my back problems when I was in my late 30s and early 40s. And it works real good if your problem is an alignment problem. It will realign your back and you'll feel great again. Anyways, Becker Bob. Ah, Becker Bob. Out. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I think you are right, too. I noticed it when I was sitting and I had been sitting for a long time. And I've also noticed which is kind of annoying that I just noticed this, but I lean to one side when I sit, and it's that side that's hurting. So I'm trying to, like, counteract that. Like, even now, we're just like, all right, lean to the other side, see if that does something or whatever. I don't know. But, um, no, that does make a lot of sense. I'm, I'm probably not going to go ahead and try to hang myself upside down from monkey bars. I, I feel like that's going to end in disaster. Um, but, yeah, I, I, you know, I get it. Um, and then as far as strengthening the core i will start working on that by the way this hog's breath thing it looks freaking incredible like it looks like a really nice little place um kind of tucked away or something it's kind of hard to tell from the pictures but the food just looks remarkable and yeah i see there's a it's like a sign of clint eastwood or something out in the back patio looks nice looks very nice that is kind of a cool thing about uh being in your position as a truck driver especially with your wife is just the, the constant traveling like, i don't i don't think well i i wouldn't want to drive a truck i personally and my wife would probably hate it especially with the kids like if kids all moved out of the house and i was like let's just get in the car and just drive and not stop driving just drive in circles like trucker bob you know and just go all over the country back and forth and back and forth um she would hate it if for no other reason than she wants to be close to kids family whatever but i think this part of it is cool is to be able to hit up these kinds of restaurants and whatnot um hogs breath in you know it's one of the existential crises that dawned on me at some point in my late 20s early 30s is someday i'm going to die and there is like 99.99 percent of the world that i will have never seen like I'm, I'm probably never in my life gonna see california or denver or you know europe just the whole continent asia africa south america 
just kind of blew my mind. I think because in some small part of my brain, I just kind of assumed you'll you'll see it someday. Like you'll get there, you know, for some reason or whatever. You travel, it'll be a thing. Um, and then you realize, no, it's not a thing, and you're never going to do that. And it's kind of crazy. Hey, Ryan, Kyle here from the big old CF up here in the North Woods. What up? I was just wondering, what is more entertaining to you, being the Packers fan getting? Beer dumped into your soldier field just for wearing a Packers jersey or wearing a Packers garb to US Bank Stadium for your daughter's marching band competition. Yeah, give her a kick, whatever it is. And asking all the employees where their tr- uh, trophy case is. <laughs> what would be more fun to you and more satisfactory as far as making you feel good? Because I have done both. Thanks. Bye. Well, I, I feel like it's a trick question. As, as much as it may be a badge of honor, I don't think I would take much pride in, um, I shouldn't say pride, I, I wouldn't take much joy in having beer dumped on me at Soldier Field. It's one of those things that gets you in trouble as a dude, you know? Because that pride thing kicks in and it's like, I know I'm supposed to turn around and sock you right in the mouth. Like, that's, that's a requirement. But I also know I'm going to get the crap kicked out of me and possibly arrested if I do that. That's why I don't like going, it's like, I'm not going to a, a, a game in Soldier Field. I'm not doing it. Because I'm not going to be the guy that takes a beer and just, oh boy, I got a beer spill. <laughs> it's like, you, 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 you have to turn around and hit him. And then you get your face caved in and you get arrested for starting a fight. I want to avoid those situations as best as I possibly can, you know? But being in Minnesota asking where the trophy case is, that's, that just sounds like good old-fashioned fun. I mean, you, you run a slight risk of being hit, but nobody's going to hit you. People are, you know, they're not going to do that. Hey, Ryan Kyle here from the Chippy Waffles again. Hey, what's up? I was just wondering, I just had a deal with, not too long ago, um, a friend of mine and my brother-in-law are both Bears fans, and having to listen to them tell me about how they have weapons, all blah, 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 and not listening to reason, but I was just wondering, do you think that could be considered um, charity work, of having to actually just listen to stupidity? Do you think I could get a tax write-off out of that? Thanks. Bye. Well, I think it's something that you should write your senator about for sure, you know. Um, it's stupid, but also funny enough that I almost think, you know, if you stick in Wisconsin, um, talk to some of the people around here, you probably get somebody to sign off on that. I mean, it, would would a bill pass? No. But if I could just br- get somebody that is a politician in the state of Wisconsin to bring a piece of paper to Madison and propose a tax write-off for having to listen to Bears fans run their stupid mouths. It would be glorious. And I would... I don't care if it's an R or a D or an I next to their name, they're getting my vote. So, thanks for the call, Kyle from Chippy Waffles. Say hi to Bree for me. What's going on, Chris in Green Bay? Hey, Ryan, it's Chris from Green Bay. Hope all is well. All is um, well. was just listening to Spotify and... Um, the song came on, and I was like, oh, this would be a good theme for this year. Not not saying necessarily a theme for the, for the theme song for the Packers or anything like that, but uh, Roll With The Changes by REO Speedwagon. Okay. They got some great changes uh, that, you know, took place, and I just thought, hey, maybe it applies. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe you want to take a crack at that. I'm not sure. Um with the, the lull in the off season here also, um, I recently discovered, um, I don't know if you've ever done this, but have you ever sm- smoked hot dogs 
oh my god, they're amazing. <laughs> um, and then you kind of can go down that rabbit hole as to what kind of hot dog are you, or do you prefer? Are you a Nathan's guy, Oscar Mayer, John? Like what? Do you have a preference? I'm a Nathan. I'm a Nathan uh, through and through. So let me know what you think. Go pack, go. Yeah, so I'm I, I'm I'm all about Vienna beef hot dogs. I grew up in Illinois, Chicago style dogs. That's what I do. Vienna beef hot dogs is where it's at. I don't know that I've ever even really seen a. Na- I mean, I'm sure I've seen it at the grocery store. I don't know if I've ever bought a Nathan's hot dog in my life. I probably just don't. I I, I don't usually buy hot dogs. Period. I think they're good. I mean, I, I I genuinely like hot dogs. I just I don't know why I don't really buy them. As I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, dude, I kind of like hot dogs. They're pretty good. But no, I, I, I don't get them. Um, usually if I get just the normal pork hot dogs, whatever you would call that, and I know Nathan's has beef, but I just grab whatever cheap garbage is there. Um, but if you're asking me, like, you get one thing, it's it's going to be Vienna beef hot dogs. I'm not going to lie. Now I kind of want to... I'm looking it up. Vienna beef, they've got... They sell, like, these packages where you can get like the the buns with the seeds on them. You get the Vienna beef. They've got the Chicago style relish, which I've never I, I've never done that. I eat hot dogs two ways, and I know this is going to upset everybody. If they are the normal whatever pink looking pork hot dogs, I put ketchup on it. That's it. Just one strip of ketchup, nothing else, nothing more, nothing less. If they're all beef, I don't put anything on it. I don't like pickles. I don't like relish. At least I'm assuming because I'm just assuming they're basically just pickles. I don't like peppers, not a big fan of mustard, and I don't put ketchup on it for the same... It's, it's the exact same principle as burgers. I put ketchup on burgers that aren't very good. Adds a little moisture, you know, it's overcooked, it's whatever, it, it, it brings it up a little bit. Otherwise, I don't want to detract from the delicious taste of the burger. Same thing with a good Vienna beef Chicago-style hot dog. So I would go to Portillo's, I'd order like four hot dogs with nothing on it. I know, it infuriates everybody. I felt insufficient being in Chicago because they're like, oh, you don't put ketchup on hot dogs. Which, granted, I don't on, like, Chicago-style hot dogs. But at the same time, like, I don't put onions or pickle or any of that stuff on there. I'd be tempted to try it. I just, I know it's going to be gross, dude. First of all, in my mind, a hot dog shouldn't crunch. That's going to throw me off to begin with. Then I'm going to taste onion and pickle, and there's so much crunching and just weird flavors like what is that all i can taste is pickle it's terrible (laughs) i went to go look what they have on uh on amazon dude first of all they clearly only sell stuff on here for like big functions they've got a a box of 80 hot dogs for 133 bucks or you can get 40 for 83 bucks but anyways roll with the changes by ario speedwagon let's take a look as soon as you're able woman Oh, sorry, that threw me a little bit. All right, let's power through, see how we do. I'm willing to make the break that we are on the brink of. My cup is on the table. Our love is spilling, waiting here for you to take a drink of. Oh, that's that's the sentence, okay. So if you're tired of the same old story, oh, turn some pages. I'll be here when you're ready to roll with the changes. Yeah, yeah, woo. I... <laughs> Uh, it's funny to read. I knew it had to happen. Felt the tables turning. Got me through my darkest hour. I heard the thunder clapping. Felt the desert burning. Until you poured on me like a sweet sun shower. All right. I feel like this is getting inappropriate. <laughs> I don't need to know. 
But yeah, roll with the changes, right? I mean, as far as the title is concerned, I get it. Anyways, why don't we go ahead and take a little break here? We'll come back. And uh, what do we got? We got more Chris from Green Bay. So glorious. We'll be right back. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Ryan, it's Chris again. Hey. Uh, sorry for the callback. Um, I was just thinking, you, back to the hot dogs real quick. You probably, knowing you, I don't really know you, but knowing how much you love your sous vide, you probably cook your hot dogs in a sous vide until they reach a temp, and then you may, maybe you sear them. Well, the thing with, I think you asked about cooking them too. I, I we're We're just heating them up is all we're doing. So... There, there's not much that needs to be done to a hot dog. I mean, you can eat them cold. And, you know, as easy as sous vide is, it's it's a lot of setup compared to how easy it is to heat up hot dogs. I mean, a freaking microwave works wonders on hot dogs. It doesn't really need much. And so I don't think I've smoked hot dogs, but I, I, I may have. I just, I don't worry too much about it i mean it it is nice to grill hot dogs just because it gives you a slightly different flavor because you get kind of the char on it you know and they kind of crack open because they get the extreme heat and so it's a hot dog but it's also got kind of like this little you know sometimes you get like the burnt outside or whatever which probably isn't desirable but you know it it just gives it sort of that outdoor kind of feel to it but i mean it's it's i don't know it's kind of hard to put a lot of flavor into it i would think but uh anyways no i I don't think I've sous vide. You know what? I might have once. I think when I got those um, beef hot dogs from Adam, I think I tried sous vide. I don't know why. It just felt like the right thing to do. Maybe it's because I was making a ton of them. I don't really know. But uh, no, that's that's that wouldn't be my recommended method. It's just it's too hard. Pop them in the freaking microwave. A little bit, but try it. Smoke them like, like three twenty or 300 for like 15, 20 minutes, just like straight from the campfire, but none of the char and that stuff. There you go. But no disrespect if you use a sous vide. But on the topic of respect, 
when do you think the Packers, how long do you think it will take the Packers to earn respect from uh, the NFL with Jordan Love at the helm? And uh, when do you think Matt LaFleur would earn that respect? He's like, never would gonna, they even earn it? He, the, the only way is if he wins a Super Bowl. If he doesn't have it after three 13-win seasons, winning as head coach in football, nobody's ever won 13 games in a row. Like, if, if that's not enough to even get him on the map... Like, Sean McVay, people were gushing, 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 gushing over him. He hadn't really done anything, right? He had, he had a really good offense, which the Packers did too. Um, he, they went to the playoffs and all that, but they didn't, they didn't win a Super Bowl. Didn't matter. He was just the greatest thing in the history of the world. Um, Kyle Shanahan, you know, they would have like four or five win seasons, and he's still the greatest head coach in the history of the world. No, the, the, he will never get any respect. It's not going to be a thing. If the Packers are successful without Aaron Rodgers, it'll help. But he's people, the, the narrative has been built. He's just not up there with everybody else, and that's just what it is. We could win 13 games this year, and... I guess it's possible he gets some respect because you kind of got conflicting things here. You've got the anti Lafleur narrative, but you also have the anti-Jordan Love narrative. So it would be easy to kind of say, wow, he must be the greatest coach in the world to make Jordan Love great. It's possible that it goes that route, that he gets loved just as sort of a backhanded compliment, you know, backhanded across Jordan Love's face. But no, I don't, I don't think the guy's getting any respect ever. You know, if they made it to the Super Bowl, I don't think so. Just the way how things go. Um, but just curious on your thoughts on that. And as uh, Michael Scott once said, <laughs> my wife likes to talk after sex. So she called me from a hotel room and said, I don't respect you. Ah, Dallas. <laughs> Respect is nice. <laughs> Packers don't get no respect. Oh. Change that. That was good. That was Michael Scott doing Rodney Dangerfield and then just doing uh, whatever his mind trailed off to. But yeah, it's classic stuff. But no, there won't. Uh, I, I, I just, and, and look, I think the respect thing kind of had a time and a place, you know? Um,. It's not currently my goal necessarily right now because I, I know that it's going to take a lot for them to get any kind of respect. But at the same time, if the worst thing that could happen is we have a really good team and people just don't want to admit it, I think I'll be happy. So, you know, the, the respect thing was a problem for me more when the Packers were the best team in all of football, arguably, and Matt LaFleur can't even get a nod you know what was it uh matt Nagy? didn't he win coach of the year freaking guy gets fired like <laughs> a year or two later i don't know hey it's jimmy uh hey. heard you late on calls so i thought i would just follow up as a clarification that i called about irritating pet peeves of language okay. and uh just to clarify i'm not it's not about new language that i'm frustrated about it's not like new hip words that young people say it's no that's my thing that's my thing. Like, just random things that people are saying. Like, um, like for instance, uh, instead of saying um, person, people say human a lot right now. Like, if you start listening to that, you'll hear people say 
the word sounds like a new thing though i'm just saying human instead of where normally you just hear the word person it's just like everybody's doing it we're like people not named instead of saying like just you know like uh there's no quarterback not named tom brady that's won so many super bowls instead of just saying like tom brady's won the most super bowls you know there's this like um formulation uh, conjugation of, uh, of sentence structures. I just hear those little phrases all the time. Or, or for instance, there's a non-zero chance. I'm hearing that all the time. Oh, yeah. So weird. Again, and, and that is... It, it. First of all, these are new things. But beyond that, it, the the annoyance, at least for me, I don't know if this is the same for you, but it comes in where somebody says it, and it just becomes like this cool thing, and then people want to do the cool thing, and they're like, ooh, I want to say that. So then they say it to be like a part of the club, and it's just, yeah, and, and, you're, and then all of a sudden, everybody's saying that. And it's like, why is everybody saying that? Why is everybody saying it? I don't understand. The only reason everybody is saying it is because they want to fit in, and they want to, and I, I don't know, man. It just To me, that's, I don't know, it just feels kind of pathetic. <laughs> But whatever, that's what it seems like. The majority of people are that way, where it's like, oh, this is what we're doing now. Then, then that's what I need to do, rather than just saying, nope, I don't say that. Um, I mean, eventually, I, it may come to that where that makes the most sense to say. Um, but I'm not going to change the way I speak just because somebody else decided that we should change the way that you know. I, I just. I don't know, people don't control how I live to the same extent that people control how everybody else lives. I mean, you're... It's it's freaking everything, man. The way you dress, the things you eat. I mean, oh, you know, gut health. All of a sudden, it's gut health. We got to talk about gut health all the time. And, you know, oh, th these foods are bad. And the language, the words we use, and freaking everything. Science and, and beliefs about every single... Like, it, it just... On a whim. It's just, we believe this now. It's like, oh, okay, I believe that now. And then these are the same people who are like, oh, I believe in empirical data and science. No, <laughs> dude, you believe literally anything that the masses tell you to believe. Like, on a, on a whim. Like, immediately. Without even thinking, considering looking into it. For a half a second. It's just, this is what we believe now. Okay, sounds good. I'm in. Let's do it. I don't. I don't understand. Dating. Anyway, that's what that's that's what I was talking about. Like things that just like everybody's saying for no good reason. Yeah. Uh, and then we move on to something else. Just uh, fix around for a little while. Right. Anyway, uh, Packers. Um, you know, I gotta tell you, I know you're kind of swinging back to that. I'm not sure about this. Love healthy. I think that's your way. You know, you go against the momentum um, just to like safeguard and like keep people in check, which I think is good. But I don't care. I'm really pretty excited. I think there's almost a non-zero chance that he could be worse than uh, Rodgers was last year. I think the worst part about that is I have to think about what that means. You know, it's kind of like a double, triple negative. Like, it's a non-zero, so like more than 1%. Like, just say the thing. So, yeah, that that is dumb. And at the end of the day, uh, I think he will... Um, you know, uh, help us succeed. And it'll be a super fun season. So, go back, go! Yeah, I, you know, 
I don't know. I, I don't think my opinion has actually changed. I think the way that I discuss things changes depending on what it is we're talking about, you know. Um, my thought on Jordan Love has always been skeptical. Um, there's a lot to like. There's a lot to get excited about. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced, just like with everybody else, with Justin Fields and everything else, flashes don't mean anything to me. Highlights don't mean anything to me. I need to see consistency. And, and we have not seen, in my opinion, consistency. Um, I think there was one preseason game that I was impressed with last year. The other two... Even though one of them, I think most Packer fans were over the moon about. I when I went back and watched it, I really wasn't a huge fan of it. It was a different one that I really liked, um, which is good because it's a step, right? I mean, hey, we saw consistency through a whole however long he played. That's good, but you know, can you do that for an entire four quarters and then for you know throughout seventeen weeks? Can you give me like ten, eleven, twelve weeks where you're not? imploding and causing massive problems or that's the question because again everybody is imperfect every single quarterback every single football player is imperfect Devontae adams is one of the closest things to perfect that i can think of you know or, or aaron donald or whatever <clears throat> but even they have imperfect days and and the difference between the mega uber elites and the sometimes downright garbage is the consistency. I mean, granted, the, the talent level also plays into that. Um, I'm not saying if Romeo Dobbs is just consistent, he'll be Devontae. I'm not necessarily saying that. But if you're consistently good compared to elite once every 20 games, I will take consistently good and it's not even close. The reality is football games take a long time and there's a lot of plays and a lot of throws that happen. And um, I think that was one of the things, I mean, one of the things that made Aaron Rodgers so good. I mean, he obviously had that elite ability to do special things in special moments but really a lot of it also came down to just consistency and not being terrible you know you just very rarely saw rogers be terrible that's what partially sucked about 2022 and there were some other times and you know, I, I wasn't massively impressed with him and i think 2015 and he obviously was injured i think 2017 there's been down games but not many and even the down games usually weren't catastrophic. It was just, come on, dude. He's like, he can't quite get to superhero status. He's playing like a backup. But it's not like he's throwing a bunch of picks or anything like that. Again, usually. So, um, I, I again, I think he's checked a lot of boxes in terms of, you know, pr pretty much every box that can be checked up to this point has been checked, and that's awesome. Um, but consistency is a major one, and we haven't seen it yet, so... Excited, nervous, the whole nine yards. We'll see how it goes. But I'm also, I'm, I'm such an idiot that loves the future and, and, and planning and building. And um, I, I have such a long-term vision about things. I'm not going to be that upset if Jordan Love isn't, bad, isn't that good. Like, it's going to suck in the moment. But I'm going to be excited about the prospect of finding a new quarterback. I am. I'm just, I'm going to be jacked about it. It's, it's. It's the same thing that we're all kind of excited about with this. It's new and it's different and, you know, it's, it's all about the what could be. And if, if Jordan Love isn't that guy, you start picturing Christian Watson and Luke Musgrave and Jaden Reed and, you know, the, whoever it is we have at the time paired with whoever this, oh man, imagine with this quarterback or that. or So it'll suck in the moment, but I'm going to get over it, man.
I'm here for the long haul. I'm a Packer fan. I'm going to I'm going to grind this out no matter what. And I enjoy the building and the grinding and the growing. And let's be honest, we haven't done a lot of grinding. We had to grind in 2022 and it broke us as a fan base. <laughs> so, but um no, I I, I listen. I I feel like I have to do what I have to do, and, and, and that's basically what you said in terms of, you know, you, you have to do this to keep things in check or whatever, but if, if you could, if I could choose for you a disposition to have, I would want you to just be excited. I would. I'd be a little worried that things would go south. You know, it, it depends on your disposition. Some of these, some people are, they, they, they literally just get broken, and that's when they turn into these uber-negative people who are just angry and, and vitriolic. It's like, because... I, you know, I allowed myself to feel and you hurt me and then now I'm never going to forgive you for that kind of thing. If you're not that kind of person and you can deal with like getting your hopes up and then it doesn't go that way and you can, you know, I mean, it, it sucks in the moment, but you can fight through it, power through it and still be a Packer fan, still support the franchise. You know, what needs to be changed needs to be changed. But if you can do that, then my wish for you as a fan is to just be excited. And I'm going to do what I can to not crush that here on the podcast, but still try to keep, you know, at least some kind of realistic bounds. And if you just don't want to play that game, I completely understand. Hey, Ryan, you're Thomas. Hey, man. I just got done listening to your podcast with Clayton and Tim. And, bro, I got so excited for our defense this year. <laughs> you know, for years, the Packers' identity has been known for, you know, its offense led by Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yeah. I was, uh, would hear announcers saying, Marvin the Packers or Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Anyways, yeah, I hope this year our defense is getting jacked up about showing the world their identity yeah. and the talent on the team because I think a lot of the superstars are on the defensive side of the football. Not to say the offense can't be explosive and dominant, but without an identity kind of going into the season for the first time in, like, decades, I think this is a real opportunity for our defense to stop playing little brother to the offense. So go Pat, go, and let's go D. Please. But yeah, you're right. And, and, you know, it's funny because I specifically remember, and this would have been, you know, back in the early days of, of Rogers' career or whatever, but I remember when guys would get highlighted like Clay Matthews. You know, I remember when prior to the game they'd show Clay Matthews and they'd be like, and, and they got to deal with one of the best pass rushers in the NFL right now, Clay Matthews. You know, and it just... It does feel like for a long time it's just been Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. It's, you know, can they handle Aaron Rodgers? What are you going to do about Aaron Rodgers? And granted, that's all fair assessment. You know, that's whenever I do a podcast with somebody else, you know, Bears or whoever they bring me on to talk, they want to know about Aaron Rodgers, right? What are we going to do to stop Aaron? How in the world can we stop Aaron Rodgers? But I genuinely want other people on this team to realize now that there's a void, maybe that's some extra motivation to not you know, be in the shadow to realize you can be that guy that when it's, you know, Bears Packers, they'll they'll talk about, you know, Justin Fields and his mobility, but he's going to be throwing against Jair Alexander, one of the best corners in the NFL. You know, whatever. Rashawn and the pass rushing or Christian Watson or Jordan Love, but, you know, somebody has to fill that void. Who's it going to be? It's actually kind of a good question. Who would that be? Day one, week one against the Bears, what is that going to sound like? I mean, I'm sure they're going to say Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. 
It won't be with the same positive inflection they said Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. And it'll be more of a seen as more of a detriment. Like, you know, can Jordan Love do enough to win this game kind of thing? But who's going to be the one that they're going to highlight? Like back in the Madden days when they talk about certain players. I don't know if they still do that maybe, but I remember in the game they'd kind of do that. Hop from player to player. Kind of highlight the, the superstars. It's not Rashawn because he's injured. I mean, it could be, but I don't think so. New era, man. We'll see how she goes. We'll see how she goes. Anyways, I'm going to get out of here. You guys have a good rest of your night. I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you.